0: Hello and welcome back to another episode of Tech Couch, the podcast where we talk all things tech while sitting on a couch. And I know it has been a while, guys, since the last episode. Took a quick break and now we're ready to get right back into the swing of things. Wasn't all that much to talk about in that break, so I just decided why just make episodes and talk about nothing when i can just wait and get some good quality content for you guys and now i got plenty of stuff to talk about for episodes up and coming so let's just go ahead and get right on into it this is tech couch all right We've talked about it for a while now. This phone was basically leaked since it was announced. Us basically knowing everything about it from the get-go. But the Pixel 4 is officially been announced. It has been uh, released, isn't the right word, but available on pre-order right now. And so let's go ahead and get into this device. Now first off, the design. I'm not going to jump into specs right now. I'm just going to go off basic aesthetic for right now. It's definitely not going to be as traditional looking as most modern day flagships are. The bezels on the top of the device are going to be substantially big. I mean, I have a Galaxy Note or Galaxy S9 Plus on me right now and just looking at pictures and videos off of the internet, it looks like the bezels are about to be that size, maybe even slightly bigger. But the screen and the bezels on the bottom, the bezel on the bottom is virtually unnoticeable. And the screen size actually looks to be pretty decent. I'm sure they're going to have a very nice panel in there so that all of the pixels will be super nice, super vibrant if they're going to have that giant notch. Because Google's probably looking for performance over aesthetic right now, which is going to work for some people. Some people just want that aesthetic looking thing, and it's really just a taste. Now, camera bump. We talked about that square cutout it might have, and it turns out that it is going to have that. It will be slightly different from the iPhones, I think, instead of having the camera flash on the right, it will be on the bottom. So just some subtle differences from the phone itself. Of course, actually, I take it back, it's only going to have two cameras, and it's basically going to be shaped like a little face, the two cameras on top, and the flash at the bottom looking like its mouth and we're going to have the same great performance from the pixel camera like we've seen with all of the other previous phones with it and so you're going to make sure, or you're going to be assured that if you do get this phone the camera quality won't be lacking and you will get that premium premium feel and as soon as you, you could probably go online right now and just look at what people have shot, maybe reviewers or people who already have the phone, what they've shot with this phone and there's even some pictures on the website but the images are just truly stunning. It's amazing to see what phones will be able to do maybe even a year, two years, three years from now with all of these advancements. Now, another cool thing is there will be a new Google Assistant on this device Google Assistant Cubed or 3 however you want to say it. it kind of looks like Cubed just from the website and it's going to provide all the help you need fast according to Google. Personally I use Google Assistant basically every day. It's just something that's super convenient to use shouting hey Google from across the room just being able to send texts, set alarms and so that's just what I personally use. I know Siri and Alexa are big things out there but they're virtually all the same and really it's just a matter of preference. Now, let's talk about something big. Now this is either going to be a giant factor for the Pixel 4 or it's going to suck horribly. And that is going to be touch. Or as Google likes to call it, motion sense. I guess touch wasn't really the right word, motion sense. So basically you're not you're gonna be able to just wave your phone or sorry, your hand over your phone and just do things like that so if you wanted to basically skip a track instead of having to touch the phone you could just kind of wave over it and it would skip the track or if you wanted to snooze or silence an alarm you could quickly gesture over the phone maybe if you waking up early in the morning and you don't want to grumble over reach over maybe physically touch the phone you can just kind of swipe over it that way it will either snooze or silence the alarm depending on what you want to do now before we get into specs i got one last thing for you and it's been on some android devices for a while now No, apple's really been getting into it but that's face unlock yep face unlock on the google pixel 4 now one thing that really struck me as interesting when i first saw this device is Really the only way to unlock it, besides maybe a password on the phone itself or some gestures, is face unlock. There's no longer a fingerprint sensor on the back, nor is there an in-display fingerprint sensor. So they're kind of going to be doing an Apple-type thing here where they just go with face unlock. Now they say that it's enhanced by the motion sense they included with it to make sure that it's very secure, to make payments, get the apps or unlock the phone as you would regularly do. And it's going to be very interesting to see how Google really integrates this the best way they possibly can into the device. Now, this is going to come ahead in three different colors. The first one being also orange, which if you can't guess, that's gonna be orange. Next is just black, and then clearly white. Three colors that I guess would be standard on any Pixel device. And it's going to be a really nice looking phone aesthetically. Besides that giant bezel on the top screen, and depending on whether or not your taste is acquired yet, that little camera bump on the back, even I personally haven't fully adopted it in my mind, but I'm sure if. Oh, sorry about that. Sure, if you give it another year or two, then it will be perfectly normal. Now that we've gone over all of that outside looking stuff, let's go ahead and unravel this phone from the inside and get over to the specs. Now the Pixel is actually going to come in two models, the Pixel 4 and the 4XL. we're going to go ahead and read off the spec sheet for the 4 first and then we can move on to the XL. So for the 4, it's going to have a 5.7 inch display, so a reasonably sized one. And it's going to be 5.7 inches in length actually, so the length and display are going to be about the same, and 2.7 inches in its width. Now the display will be a OLED panel at 444 ppi, so you will be getting that FHD flexible OLED panel which is always nice to have it's gonna have up to 90 Hertz which is what we've been seeing on the OnePlus devices so this is going to be a truly snappy display even with that giant bezel which is what I was talking about earlier pixel deciding or Google I guess you could call them, deciding to get that performance over that aesthetic which is going to be nice to see Gorilla Glass 5 always on display It's going to have a 100,000 to 1 contrast ratio so that true colors will shine through the device and it will have true black level and HDR support with UHDA certification on that support which is always nice to see. Now one thing that was truly disappointing in this when I was reading through the spec sheet was the battery. The Pixel 4 only has a 2800 mAh battery which is really low. I mean, it's going to have fast charging up to 18 watts, so I'm sure even if you run through that throughout the day, you'll be able to snap it back on the charger, get back up to maybe 75% in 30 to 15 to 30 minutes. So guess that's not horrible if you read it in that light, but just 2800, no battery charger on you is definitely not going to last you all day considering all the things that this phone does. Memory and storage. The pixels just gonna have six gigs, or sorry, both of them will have six gigs of RAM with 64 gigs or 128 gigs of storage. Snapdragon 855, which is always going to be nice to see. I wish they could upgrade to an 855 plus just to get that little bump of performance on there, but nonetheless, still super nice. Rear camera, we are gonna have a 16 megapixel autofocus optical image stabilization all that jazz now the front camera is actually going to have an eight megapixel camera so about half of the back which is still going to be super good for selfies and it's going to have that 90 degree field of view so you can get all the people you want in there As far as video goes, rear camera, it can get up to 4K at 30 frames per second, 720p at 240, and 1080 at up to 120 frames per second for the front and rear camera. So I think that's going to be all the super cool things in the spec sheet, actually there's one more, in the box, I guess if you wanted to know what was coming with that, you will get the 18 watt charger, so it's going to come fully spec'd out for fast charging in the box, and it's gonna have a one meter USB-C to USB-C, and the power brick will be just standard electrical outlet to USB-C, as well as a SIM tool and a quick switch adapter if you wanted to transfer over from a different device super quickly, which is nice to see. Now, moving on to the Pixel 4 XL version, which I assume is going to be what most people end up getting. That's going to be bumped up all the way to a 6.3-inch display, 6.3 inches tall and 2.9 inches wide. The display for that is going to be relatively similar. It's going to have a flexible OLED panel, but this is going to be QHD rather than FHD, so it's going to be even (laughs) crisper than the other one at 530. 37 ppi, so a bit higher there. This is also going to have 90 hertz on it, so you won't be missing out on anything there. It's also going to have that same contrast ratio with true black level and HDR support. Battery for this one is going to be a bit bigger. I think this is what the original pixel, or I'm sorry, the just standard pixel for should have had it's gonna be a 3700 mAh battery with 18 watt fast charging as well and let me go ahead and mention both of these devices will have Qi certified wireless charging if you're into that sort of thing Process is going to be the same for both phones as well as the rear and front camera with video and in the block stuff is going to be pretty much the same as well. So, the only big difference for these two phones is going to be display and processor. So, all in all, I'd probably pick up a Pixel 4 if I was looking for a phone to myself. If you really, I'm trying to think of who I would recommend this device to, it's going to be for somebody that really wants performance and performance is going to be a big factor here definitely if you're an aesthetic person and maybe you don't use your phone for like everyday things maybe just like calls text emails the occasional candy crush here and there definitely go get something else something cheaper but pixel 4 it's it's a well-rounded phone it's well-rounded and the price point for this is going to be the regular pixel 4 starting at 800 dollars while the Pixel 4 XL is 900. So, I'm just glad they're keeping it under $1000 at this point. All of these devices in that have come out lately have just been hitting those crazy price points and it's glad or it's nice to see something that's really staying under $1000. Though, if you look at phones like the OnePlus 7 Pro or the 7T that was just came out, I'll cover that in the next episode. There's definitely going to be better prices out there. But, I'm sorry I didn't mention this, this will have Android 10 on it. So it's going to be one of the first phones shipping out with Android 10 already installed and Note 10s and S10s are actually supposed to get the Android 10 beta in the coming weeks or maybe even right now. So if you have one of those, go ahead and update to that. But this will have Android 10 out the box, which is something nice to see. All right, let's take a quick break in the middle for the sponsored clip of the day. You guys already know what time it is. Let's just hop back into this. Now, moving on, Pixel, or I keep saying Pixel. Google went ahead and released a lot of stuff this week, and most of it super boring, super You know, nerdy stuff, I guess, if you wouldn't consider all this nerdy. But the one thing that really shined was the Google Pixel Buds. Now, I'm sure you've heard of the Pixel Buds before, those failed attempt at earbuds that Google made, but these are a bit different. These are going to be true wireless earbuds that have been made by Google, and they're claiming rich audio, clear calls, and hand-free help from Google Assistant, which is always nice to see. And so just, I guess we'll follow the same format. Aesthetic, then specs. I don't really know what to say about these things. I don't know if you've seen Jabra ads, the Jabra truly wireless earbuds, but that's what that reminds me of. Maybe Raycon, if you've heard of those, but they're not ugly, but they're not the greatest looking things in the world. They're only they don't have the stems like AirPod does, so it's only going to be like the thing that would actually be sitting in your ear. And it looks like colors is going to be black on the inside or outer two-thirds and white on the outside. Kinda hard to explain. These things are just so weird looking. And here, I'll link the store description. I'll link the store address, sorry, in the description if you wanna really take a better look at these than I'm explaining. And the capsule for them just looks like an egg. It's honestly an egg. Maybe a chapstick container is what you can compare it to. Or dental floss container, but more rounded. And it's definitely interesting. So these are going to be 12 millimeter dynamic speakers. So should be some high quality audio. clearer calls. The sensors detect when you're talking and focuses the mic on your voice so that the background noise isn't picked up. Now the Pixel Buds, I guess they're designed for comfort and honestly I have pretty small ears so not a lot of headphones feel super comfortable in my ear but honestly this looks like something I could get behind. These are supposed to have a secure fit so they have that little stabilizer arc on them so that they will make sure they stay in your ear. You'll also have an ambient vent so that you will be able to hear the background noise around you. These are also going to be sweat and water resistant like most truly wireless earbuds should be if they're not sweat and water resistant. What's really the point? And I guess the cool little factor adding on to these is that they'll have real-time translation in your ear so Google Translate will be working in the background if someone decided to come up to you and speak a different language that maybe you didn't quite know you could pop in your Pixel Buds have Google Translate run in the background and it would tell you what they were saying so I, I don't know really what to say about these They're just truly wireless earbuds. We've seen them before. I don't know if they're going to be better than AirPods. Just based off of this website page, there's not really much going into it. There's not even a price point. It just says join the wait list. There's four colors orange, white, mint. For some reason, if you'd want mint, and then almost black, which is going to be a black and gray combination. So that's my opinion on that i can't really say all that much besides that and it's definitely definitely going to be something interesting now let's go ahead and finish off the last of the google stuff before we move on to maybe one or two smaller topics for today that's going to be the pixel book go one of the latest chromebooks from google And so if this website will load, I'll get you some information on that. And so this is going to be the go there, do that Chromebook. Now, I don't know if you guys listening out there know much about Chromebooks. Personally, I don't really like them. I don't think they can really do everything that I would need them to do on a daily basis, but they're definitely efficient devices. And so this is actually, okay, let's follow the same format here, aesthetic, then specs. It's just easy to do, and if you get tired of this, just shoot me an email letting me know. The bottom of these will have a grippable design, so basically it's going to be like a wavy pattern so that it's easier to carry and it won't fall off the table as much. 12-hour battery life, so you'll be able to use that virtually all day, and it's claiming that you can get up to 2 hours of battery in just 20 minutes of charging. So that's definitely going to be a nice boost if you maybe just need 2 hours and you just have 20 minutes to spare I guess you would say. It's going to start up in seconds, it's going to have the Intel 8th gen processor so it's going to be super responsive and they don't actually say which version that is but it's it should be decent enough to run Chrome OS and it has Chrome OS if you didn't already pick that up already. It's going to have a 13.3 touchscreen display with up to 4K, high-resolution duo camera, and so basically a 1080p webcam. If for some reason you needed that, I don't know how often you guys use your webcam on a laptop, but they're definitely not always great, but 1080p, I guess you can't really argue with that. You have dual front-firing speakers. And it's going to actually have a Google Assistant button on the keyboard itself if you want to get things done really quickly. Or you could just say, hey Google, like the rest of the world. <laughs> and to have the App Store, which is one thing that I've always envied about Chrome OS, the App Store. But, I mean, I have an Android phone, so if I wanted the App Store, I can just hop on my phone and have Windows on my laptop. Now, this is gonna come in two colors, just black and not pink, which are two definitely distinct colors, but nonetheless, it's gonna be interesting. Tech specs, let's get into the nitty gritty of that. I've covered some of it already, but let's really dive deep into what this fully offers. So again, 13.3 inch display with a duo camera 1080p. Now there's going to be multiple Pixel Book Go models. I'm just going to list them off by processor. There's going to be an Intel Core M3 processor, a Core i5, I'm sorry, two Core i5 models, and then an i7. With the M3, you're going to have 8 gigs of RAM, 64 gigs of storage, is a full HD display. Processor, you're going to have 8 gigs of RAM, 128 gigs of storage or you could have 16 gigs of ram, 128 gigs of storage with both full HD displays on the i5 models and with the i7 the most spec'd out of them all, you could have 16 gigs of ram, 256 gigs of storage with a 4K ultra HD molecular display. Now, the i7 is going to be the only one with the advertised 4K like it said on the website and it's definitely going to be a bit of a shame that you'll only get the 4K on the most expensive of the models, but nonetheless you still have that full hd display which i think is going to be good enough for anybody now the price point varies like this lowest model being 649 going up to 849 then a thousand dollars and finally ending with fourteen hundred dollars the i7 model so if you want it fully spec'd out fourteen hundred dollars which i don't think you should be paying that much for a chromebook anyway but maybe the 649 m3 version If you really needed just a lightweight, just a not super powerful, but maybe a school laptop, that would definitely probably be the one to go for that or the lowest i5 model. So these are available on pre-order right now. I will link all of the things that we've talked about in the description of this podcast, so you can go ahead and check them out if you really want to. And I think that's going to have to do for all of the Google News for the day. Now, I said we are going to do some smaller stories, but we're pretty much at time limit. Even though there isn't an official time limit, I'm just going to go ahead and give this video one, or audio, whatever you want to call it, one. And just thank you guys for listening to this. If you've made it this far, really appreciate all the support on this podcast. If you want to support me even more, you can head on over to patreon.com slash couch and follow me there, as well as the Instagram at techcouchoffish. And really, just... Thank you guys for supporting me this far. It's been a really great ride, and I really enjoy making these things. Once again, it's patreon.com techcouch. If you want to go ahead and follow me there, and thank you once again. This is Tech Couch.